coming up on this up for debate our annual tradition is back it's time for the big game so we're going to play some bets on this year's super bowl stick around it starts right now This is Up for Debate, episode number 198, recorded February 4th, 2021. Super Bowl Prop Bet 6. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate show where the two hosts agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by our own uh, line judge. It is Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Hello, Sean. Uh, it's, we're doing one of these again. We're is that back, you? baby. We're back. We've we've got a few traditions on the show, perhaps none richer than our Super Bowl prop bets. Wouldn't miss it for the world. No, you can't because they do it every year. Um, <laughs> Matt, this is pretty exciting. Super Bowl fifty five is here. Fifty five. LV. Yeah, I. I uh, if anything, the Super Bowl and the Rocky movies have helped me tremendously with my Roman numerals. So. Yep, it's funny, um, and I, I I still love how they Super Bowl Fifty was the number five O because they didn't want it to be Super Bowl L, uh, and there was Super Bowl XL, which was fun. Roman numerals are just great. We gotta go back to that. I liked Fifty Four Live. Oh yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's oh, right. Nice. Super Bowl Live. And then there was um, Super Bowl X Live, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were we alive for that one? Yeah, that was, I think that, wasn't that the one oh. where the, yeah. That must have been, see now, is that I, I'm, maybe I'm not, I'm not as advanced in my Roman numerals as I should be. 44, is that? I believe that, I believe that was one where the Patriots beat the Seahawks, was x -Liv. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think you're right. I'm not going to confirm that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. What have you got on I've there? I've got my what? my Houston Super Bowl LI glass here. I bought oh, this at the Super Bowl Experienced in downtown Houston that year. Nice. That, Super that, Bowl 59 will be Lix, L-I-X. That's cool. Awesome. Is it? God, fun. <laughs> Matt, Super Bowl's fun, and we're going to have a lot of fun here tonight, Matt. Uh, before we get to the prop bets, obviously this year's game, it is your Kansas City Chiefs against also your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Matt. How are you feeling about this year's game? Uh, not great. Not I'll be honest mm. with you, Sean. Not great. Mm. I, I guess um, I'm, I'm not as disappointed. I, I think I, I, I said to a few people before that this was going to be the most disappointing and boring Super Bowl of all time. And I, I don't, I don't think that was true. I think I was speaking out of anger and out of hyperbole. Um, I think it'll be, it'll be bad, but it won't be boring. If that makes sense. I, I think a boring Super Bowl was Rams Patriots. Oh, that sure. Was boring. Miserable. Um, and, and abysmal. Um, I don't think it'll be worse than that game. I think the game, the game will be quite exciting. Mm -hmm. It's just the fact that I personally don't care about either team. I don't have any skin in the game. I don't really care about the outcome, and and you would think this would be like a, a stress free way to watch the, the 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 Super Bowl, but 
at the same time, I think that uh, I just I just can't I just can't stand watching Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. I just can't. I just I've I've just I've just exhausted my limit with him. My, I've hit my saturation point with Tom Brady and Super Bowls and him being a quarterback. And I guess, I mean, he is the greatest of all time. I don't think anyone could ever take that away from him. But it's just like, I don't know. It's like I feel the feeling like I've seen this one before. I've seen him do this already many times. Enough. We like we get it. You're good. You've got a lot of really good people around you. But anyway, that's that's my feeling about it. Also, I I don't know how this happened, but somehow the Tampa Bay Bucks got to be the first team ever to host a Super Bowl that they are also playing in. Yeah. And that's so shitty. That just that just sucks. Everything about that sucks. Uh, I would have rather seen almost any team besides the Buccaneers be that. I would rather see the Patriots well, be the first team to host a Super Bowl that they're in. Yeah, unfortunately, that's one of those things that's just uh, a geographic fact because, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, but the, this, a handful of stadiums have hosted the majority of the Super Bowl. Uh, Miami, uh, uh Tampa Bay Stadium, New Orleans Superdome. If the Saints were better and in more Super Bowls, they would have statistically been likely to play in a home one. Um, yeah, uh, Arizona, uh, California, but none of those teams are ever any good. So that's the problem. Well, the um, Saints should have been in one two years ago, but they got robbed completely. Saints robbed. always get robbed. They're the they Saints. Do. Their job is to get robbed. They do. They are. They are the. They are the perpetual victim it's, of the referees. Nonsense. Calls. No, what happened is Matt, when you when you pay players to injure other players, you get a curse put on you, and the Saints <laughs> can't win. But if Sean, if you're the capital of Voodoo Nation, then you can reverse that curse easily with some. They haven't yet. You think, but I guess um, the Voodoo is not strong enough with Sean Payton. So, you know, Matt, I will say on the Super Bowl of the four final four teams, when you add in the Packers and the Bills, this is the least interesting combination of those four teams. I would have rather seen any other combination because it's it's like on one hand you've got Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Nobody is a fan of the Buccaneers. Have you ever met a Buccaneers fan? No. Nobody no, like. Not. It's not even no. that they're good or bad. They're for like. It's almost like name every NFL team. Like the thirtieth team you'd name is the Buccaneers. <laughs> Very like, true. They're Very irrelevant, true. and they're only relevant because I shouldn't say it's only because of Tom Brady. He's obviously a big part of it, but also I think bringing Bruce Arians as a new coach, they do have a number of great offensive and a great defense. So I'm not going to say they're a bad team. But there's no interesting stars or players on that team. When the most interesting things you have going on are Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, who's just a general bad person, Rob Gronkowski, who just doesn't play good football anymore, and he's only there to be a novelty, um, and no one else anyone knows. It's like, why do I give a shit about your team? On the other side, you've got the Kansas Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. What I don't like about them is, They've been the best team in the league all year. It's no fun for them to win the Super It's like when the Patriots just romp everybody and then win the Super Bowl. It's like, well, that's no fun. They're the repeat champs. Mahomes is the last Super Bowl MVP. Like, they're a nice, fun team to root for, and I hate that. Sean, once again, we find ourselves in a situation where our name of our podcast makes no sense because I completely agree with everything you just said. Wholeheartedly. It's frustrating. I, I I had to just sit and watch this team of the Buccaneers 
because just it's just like it it goes ahead and and just craps on everything that we love about the game about the sport just they they assembled this like crew of of all-star elite players and just didn't even win their division didn't even win their division um and 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 just got just got extremely lucky i mean tom brady threw four interceptions yeah. Yeah. in that game against the saints four inter- he threw four or against the um was that against that was against the Saints, right? Against the four interceptions mm. it was the game against the Packers. Uh. I think it was the game against the Packers. He threw four interceptions, and still, still somehow his his magical offense is able to to uh, recoup the loss. Anyway, Saints or Packers, it, any any of those, any other team in the playoffs this year would have been a more exciting story. Could you the imagine the football team being in the Super Bowl would have been more exciting. A Bills Packers Super Bowl. How incredible would that have been? Would have been amazing. Bills Packers. How about um how about a Bills a Bills Browns championship? Game? Oh my god. Would have been awesome. Would have we been got robbed of all of that. Well, you know, Bills Browns that, that that wasn't Tom Brady's fault, but on the other side of the coin, you're right. Kansas City has dominated the league this entire but they year. Were, they were fun to root for. Last year, it's like Andy Reid, one of the best coaches in the history of football, never won a championship. You got Patrick Mahomes, one of the best young players going for his first championship, and a team of a bunch of guys they sort of picked up and got. It's kind of like when the Warriors, like when they won their first championship, they're like, these guys, when did they get good? Like, holy smokes, this is great. And then by year two, you're like, Oh, they won seventy plus games this year and just cruised to the finals and won. It sweeped everybody. Like this isn't fun anymore, guys. <laughs> and so, and so I look and I'm like, would I rather have Patrick Mahomes win his second back to back Super Bowl in an anticlimactic finish, or would I rather have Tom Brady win his seventh Super Bowl in an anticlimactic finish? Like, there's 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 no underdog. There's no one to root for. It's true. Um, there. This is this is like this is. I guess it's a lot like Godzilla versus King Kong, right? Either way, we lose. <laughs> That's right. That's that famous tag. Yes, <laughs> whoever wins, we lose. That's yeah. right. This, this is the this is the the reality. Uh, oh. This is like the, the this is the football version of Godzilla versus King. And Kong you know what? In so many ways. And, and I do agree with the theory that like it'll be a good game. I I mean they're two really good offenses. Like I do theoretically, Super Bowls as we know are historically low scoring games, but. I do think it could be exciting, but I'm at, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen on Sunday. Are you ready? I'm ready. In the first half, both teams are going to come out a little sluggish. Uh, Chiefs are a second-half team. Tom Brady is going to throw, like, three interceptions in the first half, and they're going to be down by, like, by double digits at the half. Then the second half, it's going to be a shootout back and forth between both teams, and the Bucks are going to win by, like, two points. And to make up for the the, the interceptions, the, he's going to throw a bunch of interceptions to start because he always does in the Super Bowl. Um, but the Chiefs are also not going to be good in the first half. And I do think I we'll get to the picks later of who's going to win. But um, I I just it's not going to be. We're going to get to half. And we're going to be like, wow, that was a really disappointing first half. Yeah, and like I said, I I don't think it will be as boring a game as Patriots Rams, which is the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen. Um, cause at least in the, in the, the Broncos Seahawks blowout, at least it was a blowout. Like right. things were happening. Well, it's like, points straight up embarrassed. It's a, but like, the other team was scoring. when the Rams go the whole game and don't score a single touchdown, like that's boring. It was, yeah, it, it was low score, low scoring affair on both accounts. Like, the Patriots just played, they played defense. They played, 
defensive ball the whole game and and just beat them just in a, in a war of attrition. Um, beat the Rams in a submission, but at least in that one, the whole the whole game, you knew you know the Patriots were going to win. You knew going in, you knew like from beginning to end. Um, but this one, yeah, we'll we'll have to talk about it later on. But also, uh, you have to remember that I think that Tampa or no, um, Kansas City is missing like four linemen. Yeah, like four linemen are like out for COVID or injury reasons. So yeah, it's, it, it'll be interesting to say the least, Matt. And you know. We're not just football analysts. We're also football gamblers uh, because for the last, uh, as I mentioned, this is technically our sixth year of doing our Super Bowl prop bets where you and I make a series of bets. We tally up who the winner is and crown the greatest bettor. Uh, Matt, I got to be honest. It's been a a very disappointing showing for me over the years. You have won four out of five of these. That's right. Uh, Four out of five. It's pretty good. I don't know how I do it, honestly. I, I, I could, couldn't tell you if there's a, a rhyme or reason to it, but it's just think, how the cards fall, I guess. Matt, I can tell you, I know exactly why you win. And it's it, this isn't to take anything away from you. You make correct bets. But the issue is, if you look at all the scores of the years, I make stupid gambler bets. Like, I do all the underdog bets. And it's dumb because in regular gambling, if you if you make, like, a crazy bet and win, you get a lot more money. But in this, there's no upside to me making a crazy gamble. Like, either you get a point or you don't. So I don't know why I do that. Makes no sense. I know why you do it. It's it's because it looks impressive. It's, it's entertaining. It if you pull it off, and, and, and if you are, if nothing, a consummate entertainer, Sean. Yeah, well, the margin of victory you've had over me over the years is growing, uh, and it's very not good. Matt, we have got here tonight for the Super Bowl here in 2021 uh, a series of 11 bets uh, that you and I are going to each make. We're going to come back next week and reveal the results. Matt, are you ready to get started? Oh, I'm ready. All right, let's get the first one here. Now, I would say about half of these we do every year. Uh, and half of them are new for this year. Uh, but we're going to start with an old favorite, the coin toss, Matt. Heads or tails? Do you know I learned the other day? Did you know that Ronald Reagan actually flipped the coin in one Super Bowl? Ronald Reagan? He did it from the White House. They taped him oh, flipping Ronald. the coin. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's footage of it online. You can look it up. And was, uh, was he the, uh, was he, I'm assuming he was president at the time. It yes. Wasn't actor or governor Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Yes, actor Ronald Reagan flipped the coin. Uh, No, he was was, uh, president at the time. Now, Matt, not a lot of suspense here, because every year we've done this, you have picked tails, and I have picked heads. Now, you've won three of the last four with tails. Are you going to stick with tails again this year? Um, Am I going to stick with Tails. It served you well. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to switch to heads. Wow. Wow. New year, new me. Heads, it is. You know, I think this is. I say tails never fails, but not this year. COVID. We're in the post-COVID world. Things are different now. Things have changed. It's heads time. It's time for a change. You know, I think that's the other reason I lose this every year is because I let you pick first every time. And so I end up like, I don't get a choice. I get whatever one you don't pick. <laughs> and I'm like, how's that fair? I mean, I, I would let you. I mean, if you you want you want heads, you could have heads. No, no, no. That's OK. You've made your choice. Um, and I will stick with it. Now, Matt, 
Uh, our next bet, and this is another one we do every year, the length of the national anthem. Now, you and I actually have split this one um, in terms of who's gotten it correct. Um, Vegas sets the line at two minutes. Uh, and singing the Super Bowl this year is none other than two people. Uh, is this the first time that has ever happened? Uh, certainly in the last two decades, yes. Uh, we're talking about R&B singer Jasmine Sullivan and country singer Eric Church. Hmm. Now, I don't know how you so, split one. I was going to say, are they going to, are they singing it? At the, I'm assuming they're going to both be singing it at the same time, right? Uh, or maybe they'll do like one takes one and one takes the other. Yeah. Maybe yeah, Eric Church just harder. plays the guitar. I don't know. Maybe. I've never heard of either uh, of these people, Sean. I guess that's how you know you're getting old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently they like, you know, it's so funny. Whenever I see like a, a Grammy winning artist and I'm like, I don't even know who's nominated for a Gra Like anyone could, I could win a Grammy. Like anyone wins Grammys. I don't, I never know who those people are when they say Grammy winner. I think that's why uh, they used to make fun of Grammys all the time on The Simpsons, and I never really got the joke until I got older and realized, like, oh, yeah, Grammys are kind of a joke because, like, really good people never never seem to win them, like actual artists. So, well, uh, well I got to look up the fame. So famously, uh, you remember Starland Vocal Band? No, can't say that I do. Starland Vocal Band, you'll know, sang uh, the famous uh, Afternoon Delight. Sky rockets in flight. Oh, yeah. Afternoon mm -hmm. Delight. Um, they won Best New Artist at the Grammys in 1977. Starland Vocal really? Band did. Yes. For their for that one song that they made, and and they also won for best vocal arrangement of two or more voices and beat Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. <laughs> so you know when you talk about the Grammys, it's kind yeah, of bullshit. You can't take them seriously. Yeah, nope. can't take them seriously really at all. I no. guess. Um. So Matt, again, um, in the past couple of years. Uh, in 2020, they sang Under the Vegas Line. In 2019, um, they sang uh, Over the Vegas Line. It's all over the map. What Are you, are you going to take the over, the under? What, what time specifically do you think it's going to take? So I'm, I'm definitely going to – what's the line again? The Vegas Line is two minutes, and historically, Matt, we've played the rules that it is closest, including going over. I'm going to go ahead and take the over. But you have to name a specific time. 2.18. Okay, Matt. Matt says 2.18. Um, it's a good guess. I'm definitely going to take the uh, under you. Historically, anthems tend, in my limited research, to be shorter rather than longer. So I'm going to take, uh, take 1 minute and 59 seconds. So... I'm going to take that – I'll explain my strategy here a little bit. Okay. Um, in taking the over, I think uh, the 
First of all, it's it's in Tampa. We're back to a warm warm weather stadium, so you don't have to worry about like cold or anything like that. Staying outside, uh-huh. um, in singing the anthem. Mainly, the my my main motivation for taking the over this this is number one that you have two people that are mm-hmm. performing. They could be harmonizing, which usually takes a little bit longer, or it's it's more, uh, just more drawn out. Uh, but but also this, I think this lead singer, I, I already forgot her name. Is it Josephine? Is that who's doing the Jasmine? Josephine? Jasmine. Yes, Jas, Jas. I couldn't couldn't have been more wrong there. Jasmine uh, is a gospel singer, right? Or like a R and B singer? R and B, yeah. So they, yeah, R, that's that's my bet. I think you made a similar bet um, in one other previous year where we had an R and B singer, maybe Alicia Keys or somebody mm. like that. Had done the anthem, and uh, that's that's that was my reasoning. I think she, and also you've got you've got her R and B, and you've got Church. This guy Church is a is a country singer, so I think slower is is, is um probably longer. I should say is, is how it's going to be, how it's going to play out. See, Matt, I'm taking the complete opposite approach. Where I think if you have a single singer. Fergie, for example, as we famously saw her do the national anthem, a single person can do some really crazy, long, wacky stuff because they're alone. I think when you have two people singing it, I think you're going to stick to the notes and to the script. I don't think there's as much room for the improvisation, crazy hold note thing. I think it's actually going to be shorter than we expect. I think they're going to get through it quick because there are two people. That's my theory. They'll have to wait and find out. Yeah, I think that's a good strategy. What are, what are the splits? What are the splits between um, our our over under? I feel like you usually win this one. Uh, is that, is that uh, accurate? This one, no, I won it last year. You won it the year before. None of us won it uh, before that. Um, in 2018, we both took the over and we were wrong. Um, and in 17, mm. we didn't bet it. So, um, okay. so it's it's a split record. All right. But like I'm, I said, I'm one was over, one was under. So it's, yeah. this, this is probably the toughest one to predict we've had. Yeah. Uh, I feel like just the, the nature of, of the game in this, this COVID year is uh, going to make a lot of a lot of these bets unpredictable and wacky, sort of. Oh, 100%. Uh, now, Matt, I will say that uh, this next bet, a new bet this year, uh, and one that probably won't be affected by COVID. What will be the color of Pat Mahomes' headband during the game? Now, Patrick Mahomes famously wears a headband during games, during football games. Uh, and this is a real bet you can wager on in Vegas. What will be the primary color of Patrick Mahomes' headband during the game? Um, You're going to let me pick first on this one, too? I will let you pick first on all of them. <laughs> wow. It's a big uh, advantage you. I, I guess I I always see him wearing a black headband. That's, that's I think, his most iconic one. I know he's got a red one. He's got a white one. They're usually team colors. I think I even saw him with a yellow one one time. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely going black. I think he's going to be wearing a black headband. Um. I don't really have any any reasoning behind that other than it's the one I've seen him wear, I think, the most times. It's like if I picture him with the headband in my head, he's wearing a black headband with, like, the team logo on it. So what color are you going with? I'm going with black. You're going with black. Okay, that's a fair one. 
on that, I will tell you, since you already made your decision, Vegas does have real odds on this. Uh, their number one selection is red. Uh, the yeah. color of the Chiefs, then black, then blue, then gray, then white. Uh, and I am going to take the red on this one. I am going to take the red yeah. on this one. I think, I think that's that a pretty good one. It's pretty common for him. Uh, maybe he chooses a different color. Black maybe a little more serious for the Super Bowl. Um, but I think red is a, definitely a good guess. Um, now, uh, Matt, I got another first-time bet for us. Uh, again, another real bet you can actually make for Super Bowl 55. Will the jersey number of the first person to score points be an even number or an odd number? Wow. This, <laughs> this is an oddly specific bet. It sure is. Will it's the sure. jersey harder. number of the I will first say that. player to score points yes. be, be an, an even or odd, odd number? number. Is now, this, I will this say that. It's okay. getting harder each year because I try to repeat some bets but come up with new ones. There are only so many new bets we haven't done yet. And well, so – but it's, it's a real a, one. For me, to, I mean, I'll, I'll be a little – I'll be a little backseat Betty here. But we've got a lot of – there's a lot of bets with COVID that we could do, we could introduce here. Well, like what? If we're looking for creative bets. Like uh, just to, out of, out of a, a suggestion – we could do which coach um, – I, I heard this on a podcast earlier. Uh, which coach will we see the nostrils of first? Now, will Matt, it be Bruce Arians or will it be uh, Coach Reed? Reed? Now, yeah. Matt, I will be honest with you. I learned this lesson years ago. I think the first or second time we did this. Any bet that is the first time we see blank or how many times will we see blank – require you or I to watch the broadcast so closely. And so and there are yeah. a lot of commercial bets this year. Uh, what's, I, I saw there's one. How many commercials will have dogs in them? The over-under is seven and a half. Uh, or how many That'd times will, will Tony sure. Romo say, um, um, look at this gym, uh, which is one of his catchphrases. I would love to do that. Or, or I'm not going to be able to catch it when it comes on the screen. I... I guess um I mean I I definitely rely on you for all all almost all of those bets. Um and I don't know if I honestly don't know if I would catch it either, but it is the it's the it's just, you're just watching it like for the first time. So it's like it's just one instance similar to somebody making a touchdown when you think well, about no, it. But you have to but you have to wait for one of them to pull their masks down so you see their nose. So it's not the first time you see them. Every time they cut to them you have to watch for the first one to have the mask off. Yeah, I feel like there also could probably be a lot of controversy with this. It all depends on camera angle and what constitutes a nostril. Yeah, I guess this could, it could I mean, get if, a little hairy. I'll, I'll spare you, you on that one. If uh, you we, can we think of, of if you can think of any other suggestions, I am open to them. But in the meantime, the jersey number of the first person to score points in the Super Bowl—an even number or an odd number, Matt? Uh... I, I think I kind of want you to go first on this one. I want to give okay. you the honors. You you go okay. ahead. And pick. Yeah. See, Matt, I'm in this to win this, okay? I'm not fooling around. And because I knew what the bets were ahead of time, I went ahead and Googled the rosters of both teams. <laughs> so I looked at the most likely scores, quarterbacks, kickers, uh, and top offensive weapons, and I have found roughly about 70% of those key players have 
odd number jerseys, so I'm taking odd. Now, by the way, Matt, there is no rule saying you have to take even. You can take odd as well, and we'll split the points. That's true. I always I always forget that. I I don't know why. I always I I always like my mind defaults to like you take that, so that means I have to take the other one. It's just less fun. But I'm I'm looking now. Tom Brady's jersey number is even. So if Brady scores first. But but Brady would have to do a QB sneak, right? I'm talking about if it's a yeah, touchdown true. pass, it's who catches it. Yeah, so uh, like purely who scored, who who entered the end zone, or or kicked a field goal. Now, now I, I don't will, know the jersey numbers of the two kickers. They're I think they're both odd. I will say, if you're leaning towards even, the Bucks had a lot more even numbers than the basically all of the Chiefs were odd. So if you think the Bucks are the team to score first, even is probably a better bet. So you picked odd, right? I picked odd, yes. Mm, yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll, I think I'll, I'll back you on that. I think I'll also okay. take odd. He's going to yeah. take the odd. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, um, Matt. This takes us uh, to about the middle of the game, and that means it's time for one of our biggest bets: the halftime set list bet. Um, in the past, believe it or not, Matt, every single year we've tied, either two two or three three. Uh, the way it works is each of us pick three songs we think are going to be performed uh, in the Super Bowl halftime. Uh, and Matt, the performer this year, The Weeknd. Are you a big The Weeknd fan? I wouldn't say I'm a big The Weeknd fan. I have heard songs by The Weeknd, and I do enjoy The Weeknd. Uh, but no, I I, I, can't, I could not name more than a few, I guess, without without listening to them first. I guess I'm a casual weekend fan. Um, so what what are we thinking here? What do we think? What songs are we thinking will be on the weekend set list? Yeah. So, I mean, I knew nothing about the weekend uh, prior to the Super Bowl uh, and the weekend being selected. Uh, so I did some research before the show. I agree. I think the music is cool. The music videos are cool. Um there's a great, uh, I wish I knew the handle. There's a great Twitter account and all it does is every Friday at like 5 PM, it automatically tweets a video clip of Daniel Craig who hosted Saturday night live. The, the same episode, the weekend performed. And it's just the video clip of him saying, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend, but it tweets it every Friday evening. Anyway, <laughs> that's pretty I just, funny. It's dumb. Uh, chuckle worthy, I guess. So, Matt, we've got to determine the halftime set list. We each get to pick three songs. Do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? Sean, you, you should not have given me the opportunity, because I would I like know. to go first. That's fine. You go right ahead. <laughs> I've done my homework, buddy. I feel Sean, confident. I'm, I'm, picking, I'm, picking the, uh, I'm picking the favorite here right away, right out of the gate. I'm taking Blinding Lights. Blinding Lights, of course. The weekend's yeah, biggest song. The, there's, there is no way he will not play that song. I totally hear you. I totally hear you. Um, I'm in it as well. Uh, and Vegas also has that as the number one most likely song to be performed. Um, I am going to go in and take uh, one of his other number one hits off the same album, Heartless. I believe Heartless. It's another good pick. All right. How about your next one? Um, I think he will also play. Uh, I think it's called Save Your Tears. Is that one of his songs? Yes. I believe it is. Yeah, it is. It's a, yeah. It's yes, from, it is. It's, yep. Yeah. Yep. He's from the same album. 
save your tears already, Matt. Uh, mm -hmm. I am going to go for... Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to do a little bit of an oddball. Not one of his most popular songs, but uh, he had a song on the Black Panther soundtrack, Pray For Me, with Kendrick Lamar. Uh, I believe with the... Uh, uh, the death uh, this past year and the sort of nostalgia for the movie, I think there might be a Black Panther-inspired piece of the show. I'm going to take Pray For Me. That's interesting. I, yeah, I think that's uh, that's probably a, a good... Because uh, not... Yeah, you, I mean, there's the Black Panther, but you also had Kobe Bryant passed away. And I know he's not attached to the NFL in any way, but still a major superstar athlete yeah. dying way before his, his time. Like, that's... Uh, that's probably a good bet. I yep. think that's it's a very good tribute song. Yep. All right, uh, Matt, and you get one more. Yep. I'm I am going in the uh similar direction as you in terms of out there. I'm gonna do another out there pick. Um and uh how many we just this is the last pick, right? Last one, yep. No, you know what? I, I might regret this. <laughs> I'm not going to do an out there pick. I'm going to do a safe pick. I'm going to be a safe Susan on this. Okay. Uh, I'll tell, but I'll tell you after you go. I'll tell you the pick that I would have would have gone with. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with "Can't Feel My Face." Great choice. Safe, Great safe, choice. Safe pick. It's a yep. classic hit. I think he's going to play the one of the favorites. It's one of the favorites. So. But he's got a pretty got a pretty long runtime, so he he could play all of these for all we yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, man, he's going for twenty seven minutes, and I don't know if you read this. He's actually putting in seven million of his own dollars into yeah, the show because the Pepsi wouldn't give him enough money. Mm -hmm. Crazy! This is, this is either going to be the absolute most insane best halftime show ever, or a colossal disaster. We'll see. I hope that all of the all the healthcare workers and first responders that are attending the game get to enjoy it. Now, Matt, I have one more pick, um, and my strategy on this one is, and I know the Kendrick Lamar one sort of plays in this, he, he can't perform solo for 27 minutes, right? He's got to have some kind of other performer join him. And so I'm looking at some of his collab songs, and I'm between Low Life, which is with Future, or... I feel it coming with Daft Punk or Starboy. Starboy is probably the bigger song with Daft Punk. And the question is, does Daft Punk come out and join him on stage? I don't know. Seems unlikely. Um, but I'm still going to pick it. I'm going to go with Starboy for my last song. Um, Ooh. Sean, you did it. You picked that was my that was my out there pick. That yeah. was my out there pick that I was. I mean, not it's a popular song even without Daft Punk. I was, I you, was too much of a coward to pull the trigger. Could you imagine how insane it would be if Daft Punk came out? That would be insane. That's that's why I was going to pick it. I, I was doing it for the the. I was going to be a gambler. I was going to do it for the the highest highs out of the lowest lows. I thought that would be a, a good good uh, a good moment. I don't think it's going to happen only because of travel restrictions. Daft Punk is a, they're a French duo. And I think it might be kind of hard to get them to come over from France in, in during COVID times. Yep. Unless they do like a they the video cast them or, or a hologram, a hologram of Daft Punk, Sean. How that cool would, be would be very that be? Daft Punk. That would be very Daft. It would be very on brand. 
Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm glad you took that though, because I am I am really interested to to see that play out. Now, the hard part, as always with these halftime shows, is again while I'm watching, I have to identify which songs he's playing, and I do not know them well enough to be like, oh, he played these three, but not these four. Mm. I'm not optimistic, but I'll give it my best shot. Um, now, Matt, we've got a, a couple end-of-game bets here, a couple new ones, new this year. Number of accepted penalties throughout the game this year. Now, again, a real bet. The line in Vegas is at 10 and a half. Uh, I will tell you, last year's Super Bowl, there were nine accepted penalties. Uh, Matt, how many penalties will be accepted in this game? How many will be accepted? Correct. Does not include overturned penalties. Does not include declined penalties. I think... I think it's going to be a relatively low penalty affair. Um... How many was how many did you say were in the last Super Bowl? There were nine. Nine in total? Yes. I think it's it'll probably be somewhere around there. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go with eight. I'll say eight penalties. Okay. I think that eight. uh it's uh we got a lot of veteran players on the field. A lot of them are careful and, and don't commit a lot of penalties. You have um the only places I could see the penalties coming, you have those you have those uh rookie those uh well i shouldn't say rookie but you've got the backup lineman in that might commit some holding penalties for the for kansas city Mm -hmm. so i think there'll be eight penalties but i think there'll be costly ones okay Mm -hmm. i I think that's fair i mean it's interesting matt i didn't know this till i just googled it in the 2020 season there were an average of 13.65 penalties per game which was actually lower than the year before of 18.54 uh Super Bowls, I don't know if they have historically lower rates, uh, but I also know that players are nervous. You tend to get a lot more false starts, offsides, neutral zone infractions, um, false starts, things of that nature. Uh, I'm going to take the over on you, and I'm going to go with 11. I'm going to go with 11 penalties. Uh, I just think there's a little bit bit of a higher shot of that. Um, Now, Matt... I've got a simple one for you, a new one this year, a real Super Bowl prop bet. Uh, it's just a simple yes or no. Will the winning margin be by five points or more? So will the winning margin be more than five points? Well, we'll say, will it be five points or greater, or will it be fewer than five points? I'm going to go with fewer. Okay. See, I think if it were if it were over, I think it would be by a little bit. It would be like six or seven. Um, it wouldn't. It would, it's not going. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think actually your your representation at the beginning of the show was very accurate. I think very on point. Uh, I'll say I'll say fewer. Uh, Matt, I agree with you, but I am going to take because I want to win. I'm going to gamble mm-hmm. here. Big mistake. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to go with more than. Um, I just watch the tape later, pause it and watch this moment. This is, this is your maker break right here. Well, like I said, I think it's going to come down to the Buccaneers. I think Kansas I'm city can put up points. I'm not concerned about Kansas city. The question is if the bucks play out, I think you're right. I think it becomes a single point win for either team. I think if the bucks collapse or Tom Brady has a bad game, they're going to get blown out by double digits. So, um, I'm going to gamble that the bucks, uh, have a higher risk of blowing it. Uh, and I'm going to go with the more than. 
Um, Matt, we've got to get to one of our most iconic bets, the color of the Gatorade dumped on the winning coach. Now, Matt, you'll be happy to know I am the only person to have ever won this bet. Uh, two years ago, when I correctly picked blue in the 2019 Super Bowl, but ever since, uh, nobody has won it. So, Matt, what color Gatorade do you think is going to be dumped on the winning coach? I'm going blue. Blue Gatorade. Sure. Uh, it doesn't really seem to be a rhyme or reason. I've just learned a, a few things over the over time that I'll I'll share later, but I'm going to go with blue. That's insane. That's an insane blue is an like a legitimately insane choice. But it's uh, the only winning choice so far. So since 2001, Matt, only two Super Bowls have ended in blue Gatorade. I don't think there's any I, – I think this is like a gambler's fallacy. I think it's like a totally – this is a totally random, not thought out or planned out thing. It's just whatever flavor the team happens to like. And since you picked blue last year, this way if Kansas City wins, they, they like blue Gatorade, they'll dump it again. Blue was two years ago when the when the Patriots won against the Rams. Oh, okay. Which makes more sense. That was 2019. I keep thinking that we're forever trapped in 2020. It's just perpetually 2020 in my mind. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you'll be happy to know since 2001, the most common colors uh, are orange, clear, or didn't dump any at all. Yeah. All more likely than blue. I forgot that Uh, I forgot that didn't dump any is a choice nowadays. (laughs) And actually it's probably the probably gonna be the correct one because of COVID protocols. Mm. Is it too late to change? Can I change to don't dump any at all? I will. So let me just tell you, I'm picking clear. Okay. I will let you, if you want to change, I'm not going to let you change color, but if you want to change to none, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I want to, I want to change to none. I don't think they're going to dump any. Mm -hmm. I I totally fine with that. I'm I'm, going to say they're going to err on the side of caution and they're going to be afraid of getting fined. Well, so they don't dump any. The only thing I would think, right? So if you look past back the last couple of years, 2018, when the Eagles won, the color was green. 2019, when the Pats won, it was blue. 2020, it was orange. When the Chiefs won, close to the Chiefs color, not red. I think this year it is, if it's a color, it's going to be orange or red because both teams are red. They're red. That's yeah, their primary colors. Always, I think we always do this dance and it never, it never works out. We always try to match the color to the team that wins. And it only worked out when the Pats won and it was blue. It just worked out that one time. Um, we just overthink it. You're probably right with clear. I think you're probably right. I think my my theory is stupid. I don't think that they're going to not dump it because of COVID. That doesn't even make sense because it's not no, like they get I, the drink from the tank. Like they get them from a little I, spigot. Matt, if there's any, like I said, in four Super Bowls in the last two decades they've done it it's not uncommon actually in the first super bowl we did on the show uh they didn't dump it and neither of us got a point so that's totally okay um mm-hmm. i think it's a fine it's a fine gamble but it's just a, always a tough one red stains though i feel like they won't do red because it stains you know? red is all red is about as common as blue if you look in the past yeah. two decades so They're really honestly i don't think there's a rhyme or what does vegas have on it what are their what is their strongest? Uh, you said orange was the strongest bet. So they have they have orange, then red, then mm. green, then purple, then clear, then blue. Green would be nice. It would be cool to see green. I feel like green is kind of rare. Uh yeah, I'm gonna stick with they don't dump any. Okay. That's fair. Oh, I'm gonna stick with clear. 
Uh, all right, Matt, we got, we're at the end of the game here. We got to pick a winner, a final score, and an MVP. Would you like to go first, or should I? Sean, Give you the choice. I will, I, will take the, I will take the reins here. I will okay. go ahead with a... Who's going to win uh, Super Bowl 55? Now, it's also worth mentioning, um, not to toot my own horn here, but I have correctly and successfully chosen the winner of every Super Bowl we've done. Um, and I need to keep that streak alive. Um, I, I don't like I don't like what I'm about to say to you. I don't really feel good about it. But I am going to say it anyway. The winners of the Super Bowl 2021 will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. They're going to win. They are going to win. And like you said, it's exactly the way you, you had it in the beginning of the game because everything is terrible in 2020. Everything is terrible. Tom Brady is going to win. He's going to celebrate his seventh Super Bowl championship. He is going to celebrate with Antonio Brown, noted psychopath and sociopath. Yep. He is alongside going to... alongside Bruce Arians, the poor man's Andy Reid. Yes. They are all going to have a big, probably maskless party in the middle of the field. Um, and they are going to hoist the Lombardi trophy after defeating the Kansas City Chiefs by uh, I will say they're going to beat them by two points, just like you said. It's going to be. Well, what's. Uh, we need an actual. Score. Yeah, yeah the final score. score. The final score will be, um, we'll say the final score will be Bucks thirty-one, Chiefs twenty-nine. Okay. I mean, can you Matt just picture in your head for a split second? All right, it's Sunday, about eleven thirty Eastern. <laughs> Tom Brady is standing there, hoisting the Lombardi Trophy next to Antonio Brown and Bruce Arians. In their home stadium, returning the Lombardi Trophy to Tampa Bay, Florida. <laughs> what? That's world? Year we do. that's that's what we deserve. We deserve that after after everything we've had thrown at us. It wouldn't. It, I just can't see it playing out any other way. There is no hero in this story. There is no winner. We all lose. Tampa Bay wins. I mean, and, and remember this, Matt, the last time and only other time Tampa Bay has won a Super Bowl was 2002, arguably another terrible year in our country's history. True. January true. of 2002. Yeah, it's it's almost like poetry. It kind of writes itself, doesn't it? I just I just that's the most 2020 slash 2021 thing of all time. But Matt. I choose to believe better, not that much better, but at least a little bit better in the Kansas City Chiefs. Matt, in all the years we've done this, I, I didn't mention this earlier, but you have correctly picked the last four Super Bowl winners. Yes. You're undefeated. I said that before. Yes. Maybe I, maybe I wasn't recording, but. No, no, no. There was a whole. So, <laughs> so your side records regardless of how the internet connection is. So I got everything, but. Everything from the time you started talking about the Bucks to the time you said, and that's why I'm picking the Bucks, I didn't hear any of it. Okay. So well, I apologize if I repeat. The, the listeners heard. <laughs> I didn't hear. Gotcha. I'm sure it was a great argument. Um, it was poetry, indeed. You're yes. undefeated, Matt. 
maybe you're going to blow me out this year, but I just, if I've learned anything, it's that the team that's been good all season usually tends to win the Super Bowl. And the team, not every time, but the team that has been met all year and has made lots of mistakes tends not to win the Super Bowl. So I think the Chiefs are going to win it. Um, I think, I don't think it's going to be a ghastly blowout. Um, I really don't. I'm going to put it, and I don't think it'll be as high scoring as you have it. Uh, I'm going to put it in at, I'm going to put it at 24-21 is going to be my score. Um, I think we'll get a couple touchdowns, a few kicks. It'll be a good game. Um, I don't think it'll be the worst Super Bowl um, in terms of action and excitement. Um, again, it's just, does do, do the Bucks make a lot of mistakes or not? Um, now, we've got to determine who we think the MVPs are going to be, Matt. Um, since I'm talking, I'm going to continue to talk. You know... The quarterback has won the last zillion MVP awards. It just happens. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a terrible game, um, at least not terrible. And, you know, sort of like the Rams Super Bowl where um, Julian Edelman won because Tom Brady was fine. Uh, I don't think Mahomes has that kind of game. He's shown he's good under pressure. I'm going to take Pat Mahomes for uh, to repeat as the uh, as the MVP. What about you, Matt? Who can I take, Sean? Who else can I name, take? Matt, I Who want you to name five Buccane- name name five Buccaneers players for me, please. And they can't be Tom, Tom no, can't be Tom Brady, Gronkowski, Tom Brady. or Brown, because we already Tom talked Brady. about them. Nope. Tom Brady and nope. Thomas Brady. Nope. Come on. You can do better than that. <laughs> that's it. That's that's who that's who will win the that's who's gonna win the MVP. Oh, come uh, on, Matt. I any, know is there any doubt? Is there any doubt? The only other – all right, I'll, I'll play your game. I think if it's not Brady, <laughs> then I would probably give it to Evans or to um, – who's the other receiver there? Uh, Good, Goodwin? Yeah, Goodwin. Yeah, that's it. That's It's either going to be that one of those three, and it's almost certainly going to be Tom Brady because it's usually the quarterback. Yeah, the only thing I'm thinking of is um... – they do have some really so it is like Von Miller on the defense won um uh MVP a couple of years ago. They do have some really incredible defensive players. Um and I just am curious if uh Vita Via, um Ali Marpet, um Patrick O'Connor. I think if one None of these of guys oh, okay. So you're going <laughs> with Tom Brady? I'm so sure of that. Now what I will say this, Sean, has before I lock in my pick, okay. has has Tom Brady, the years that Tom Brady won the Super Bowl but did not win MVP, which there weren't many of them, but it was probably it was probably a receiver, right? Like Julian Edelman or somebody uh, that probably won. Yeah, look that up for you right maybe, here. Uh, uh, so maybe his top receiver in this case, I think, would probably be Goodwin. So there are only two of his six Super Bowls where he did not win MVP. One went to Julian Edelman. The other, Dion Branch, receiver Dion Branch in the yes. 2005 Super Bowl. Okay. Um, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was about to seriously consider changing my mind, but I'm not going to do it. It's, it's going to be Brady. It has to be Brady. Who I, else? 
Well, honestly, and, and by the way, we joke about... They love him. This league loves him. Roger Goodell loves him. It can't be anyone else. I don't know. Their defense is... If their defense is... They have like a top-ranked defense in the league, and if they shut down... It's kind of like in Super Bowl 50 when Von Miller was the MVP and the Broncos won. It was not that great of a game for Peyton Manning. And that's why the defense right. got the credit and the MVP... It would not be crazy, I don't think, if Tom Brady has a middling game, but the defense is so aggressive on Mahomes and the Chiefs that they hold him low enough to just eke out a win, and then one of the defensive players is named MVP. I don't think it's it's crazy to think that. It's definitely not crazy. It's not crazy at all. But I I still think I I see this league. I I don't I don't trust them enough to 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 give them enough enough of the benefit of the doubt. I think that Brady could throw four interceptions, somehow win this game and still be MVP. I don't I don't think that's far fetched. They they just love Tom Brady and they love him enough to to give him this award even if he doesn't really deserve it. Um and and just that's that's just how it is. And that's how it's going to go. Well, Tom Brady, the only player to have won four Super Bowl MVP awards. And Matt, I know you know this trivia fact. The MVP has come from the winning team every year except 1971 when Dallas Cowboys linebacker Chuck Howley won it despite losing to the Baltimore Courts in Super Bowl V. Uh, this is one bet, Sean, that I am extremely – I would be. I would actually be very, very happy if I lost in just the uh, the game winner. Um, even, even though it's going to – it would end a streak – um, it would, uh, probably cause me to lose this, this whole competition, but it'd be worth it. It'd be worth it. If the chiefs pull this one out, I'll just say that. Yeah, I guess, I guess you do have to root for the chiefs, huh? I just, I don't see any other way. There is, there is no way I can, I can pull myself to, to root for the bucks in this one. Yeah, they're not. But that's the shame. They're not even good villains. Like, I wish they were like the gross bad team. It was kind of like when the Patriots were undefeated and nobody wanted them to win. Like, at least that's a good villain, right? Where they it's like. The yeah, they were the evil empire. This is like the new order. I mean, the shitty villain from the Star Wars sequels. I mean, this I was a. a Ren. I was a Patriots fan and still thought it was cool that the Eagles beat them with Nick goddamn Foles. Like, I thought that was in the Philly special. Like, that was cool. In this yes. game, it's like, it's the kind of not great, interesting team or the really not great, interesting team. And I'm like, I... either way, yeah, Eagles, Eagles, Patriots or Giants, Patriots. I felt like it was it was the Rebels versus the Empire. This is just the this is like the yeah, like the new order versus the le slightly less evil, but still pretty evil new order. If you're a Star Wars EU fan maybe that you could say they're like the black sun criminal organization but i don't know they're not even that cool they're just i don't know this is this is like this is like the this is like the the new order versus the senate republicans it's just evil versus a slightly <laughs> shittier version of evil that's, what, that's right that's right mm -hmm. the old evil versus the new evil yeah basically I mean, dynasties Easily. aren't fun. Like, if the Chiefs win, like, two or three of these back-to-back, -back, like, what's the fun in that? Mm. It was cool last year when the 49ers were there for, like, no reason. Like, why are they here? That's great. Yeah. It's... Oh. I, and the just... What hurts of the most of all of this is just thinking of the cool matchups we were robbed of. We oh. talked about this before, and I won't belabor them anymore, but... 
Bills, you know, Bills Packers. Holy shit. Uh, we could have had we could have had Chiefs Packers. We could have had a, a rematch of the original Super Bowl. Yeah. Like Super Bowl one would have been awesome. Yep. We're robbed, we've been robbed of that. Uh, we've been robbed of the of, of seeing um, even Bills Saints. Bucks. I would have been more excited about because at least you could have rooted for the Bills never yeah, winning. Bills, and... It would have been the true. Yeah. The true rebel. I, I would have I would have backed that and said we got we got the worst possible matchup <laughs> of all these teams. It, it could not have any team in the playoffs. It could not have been a worse matchup. I would have sat and I would have, I would have even preferred. I would have even, maybe like even, even Baltimore, even Baltimore versus Tom Brady in the box. Cause at least there, like Lamar Jackson, I think is, is exciting and up and coming. And so is Mahomes. but at least they yeah. haven't been crushing. They haven't been crushing it all season. They, they kind of, he had COVID Jackson had COVID. He bounced back. There's a story there. It's just not just like this guy who won is now going to try to win again. I would have rather watched a Colts Vikings game for God's sakes than this, <laughs> but you know, Matt, maybe we'll be back next week and we'll be proven wrong. And it will have been a great game with a surprising outcome. Um, the weekend will have just blown our minds so aggressively with the world's longest halftime show that we don't even care who won. Who knows, Matt? but I do know you and I will be back next week to reveal the winner of our Super Bowl Super Prop Bets. Excited to do it. Uh, now, I, if I were to add one more special bonus bet, okay, does any, is anybody allowed on the Bucks pirate ship that they have in their stadium during COVID? Yes or no? No. Anyone on the pirate ship? Well, I'm no, going to say yes. I'm going to say they are. Okay. All right. now, I actually don't really know. Do they do they let people on that? Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't. I think it's just a prop. I don't know if you can All actually right, yeah, you go on right. it. I might be mis. I thought they let like fans like clamber onto mm. it. Maybe maybe it's not. I don't know. It's Tampa Bay. There's no rules there. Well, you know, I remember when it's when the whole team got a staff infection. Remember that? <laughs> I do. That was really funny. Yeah. Uh, no, that's and that's what's really wild is like of all the years, a home field advantage would actually play to your strength. Like anyone can normally buy Super Bowl tickets, right? So you could have a lot of locals who buy Super Bowl tickets as the home team, right? Except this is the year you can't really buy Super Bowl tickets. So no. you, there is zero chance of having a home team there because they're flying in people from around the country and a bunch of cardboard cutouts. Well, I, I meant, I meant, will they let some of the doctors and nurses go onto the pirate ship? No, they're ship. too important, Matt. We can't have them getting hurt. Can't, it's, can't have them horses flying very, around. It's very true. Yeah. It's a very good point. But I would like if they put some cardboard cutouts on the ship. That would be fun. Of like pirates or something. Will Dr. Fauci do the coin toss? That would be cool. That would be are cool. Say, what are you, you going to say yes or no? Well, you know, Mar-a-Lago is not that far from Tampa. It's a fun side bet. Ooh. No, I, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I bet that's a vast he would. Um, that's a scary point, but a good point. No, they haven't done a celebrity coin toss. I think... Yeah, and this isn't even really a celebrity, but when George H.W. Bush tossed it at the Houston, at this Houston Super Bowl uh, before his passing, I think was the last time like a non-football person flipped the coin. Yeah, I was going to say they had the Super Bowl 50. They had the legends come out like Joe Namath and a couple yeah. other. It's normally just the ump. And... It's just the referee. Yeah. Um, yeah but I agree. That would be not. great. Yeah, he. Pro I'm going to say he probably won't because he's he's kind of been outspoken against this. But he was outspoken against baseball starting up, and then he threw out the first pitch. So who knows? He did. Well, I think you know it's kind of funny because football doesn't really have the equivalent of a first pitch. I guess a coin toss. I think 
uh, any celebrity or special person who's chosen should get to do the kickoff, should get to kick the ball in the kickoff. And that's like the first pitch. Yeah, I agree. I think that'd be exciting. Could you imagine Anthony Fauci? Yeah, the the actual kickoff. Wherever he goes. Yep. Kickoffs are so bad and dumb. We got to make it better. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt, we are cooked. We're done. We're ready for the big game. The wings are in the fryer. Uh, The beers are ice cold. No, I don't like wings. Um, The beer is ice cold. The TV is on. We're ready to go, Matt. We're going to be back next week with the results. I hope everybody out there joins us. Of course, you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Our website, upfordebate.tv. You guys know the drill. I'm not going to go through all of it because you're more focused on the big game. We wish everybody out there have a great time. Enjoy the game. Come back next week. Find out who won. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next time for an update on Up Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.